It's showtime. Down the other podcast one by one. That clip is why people make fun of you. This is all just for the radio. And why Mike? We want business to take care of. We're the number one podcast on the internet today. Welcome to yet another episode of WATS, the show thousands of people come to to answer the age-old question, what's the deal with social media? Listeners come here for the banter, but they stay for the little baby wieners. I'm your host, Carl Hamburger. With me, as always, is Mike Geary, a.k.a. Blind Mike. What's up, Mike? For those of you guys that think I'm not important to the show, Carl informed me before the show that he's going to have to add sending me the StreamYard link to his checklist so he stops forgetting to do it. That's was, how much of a major part I am here. I was sitting here waiting for Mike to show up, and I'm like, where the <laughs> fuck is Mike? And then I get a text. Are you going to send me the link at some point? Will you oh, let yeah. me in, Carl? Hello? <laughs> I forgot you might need that. Now, before we get into that, Mike, some people are saying I won't read the listeners' super chats, but that's not true. Not only do I read your super chats, I also cry myself to sleep thinking about the mean things you write about my hair. But remember, for everyone who donates $25 or more in a Super Chat, you get a personalized Super Chat jingle. And we play those throughout the show when you Super Chat in the future. I got them all lined up here on the board. And we appreciate the support very much so. And thank you all for tuning in on Thursdays at 6 and checking out the show live with Mike Geary and myself. Now, if you've seen the show before, if you've heard the show before, you know where we start. We start with banter. A lot of shows do this, I've noticed. They're ripping us off. I started this. I think I coined the phrase banter. Mike was actually kind of leery at first. He's like, are you sure you want to do banter? I don't know what that is. And it seems crazy. <laughs> and I said, controversial. Well, yeah. I said, Mike, you just got to come with me on this one. And I've proven that I was right about this, as I am about a lot of things, because yeah. the banter that Mike, let me explain what this is. This is where Mike and I have a discussion with each other, a little conversation. We're both co-hosts of the show. We have a little conversation. We get caught up on our lives. We see each other once a week, you know, for the most part. We get caught up on our lives and what's going on. And it doesn't even seem like we're doing a show. It seems like you're just eavesdropping on two friends having a conversation. I call this banter. Everyone understand what I'm talking about now? It's everyone on the same page. All right, we still have questions from Dominic. Too, too Do- revolutionary an idea. And Dominic says banter. Over the last 13 right, months. I didn't explain it enough. All right, here's the deal. <laughs> the idea behind banter is that we let you in on our friendship. And I've noticed, this yeah. is one thing I've noticed because I've been covering podcasts for going on eight years now. Coming up on my eight-year anniversary of reviewing podcasts for a living. Well, not for a living, but you know what I mean. And the one thing I've noticed is that a lot of these podcasts, their listeners are lonely people who don't have banter in their day-to-day life. So they come to myself and Mike Geary to get that aspect of life, the, the banter that they need, the camaraderie, the idea that they belong. Mike, you still with me? You still there, buddy? I feel like you're fading out here. I'm checking the time. It's almost 7. <laughs> All right, let's get right into it, seamlessly as usual. Mike, you just flew back to Boston today, right? Today, I'm quite quite tired, but wow. uh, yeah, and I realized that the only person I've broadcast with since before Christmas is you. Really, so I'm excited to get back on the Kirkman Hand show tomorrow. Yeah, 
Well, I'm sure they miss you over there. <laughs> would be my guess. It's been crazy times. So yes, I'm ready to ready to get back and cooking, but how was the uh, concert? I was excited to come back for WATS. Everything was tremendous. San Diego is uh wonderful. I want to move there now. The weather is lovely. The people <laughs> yep. are to die for, you know. Did you see Gary while you're out there? I, I hear Gary's in San Diego. Gary. Yeah. Oh, I should have kept an eye out for Gary in San Diego. No, I didn't hear any doddering old men rehashing <laughs> no. the same things you've already told us all about stuttering John. I didn't catch him. You didn't hear someone asking the same question three different times in a row? It's weird. Maybe it's just San Diego because I would say to my girlfriend, hey, Alba, have you heard that stuttering John? I realized I picked up his cadence without yes. even knowing it. <laughs> um, the other thing I wanted to talk to you about, I'm glad you had a good time. Glad you had a good trip. Thanks. I have not been to uh, San Diego. I've been to SoCal, but I hear San Diego's lovely. We got a note on our Discord, and it says, Damn it, Carl, you and Mike don't know anything about the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and are spreading fake news. Will Smith, <laughs> Will Smith, the Fresh Prince, didn't take a cab from Philly. The extended intro shows Will taking a plane to California first, and then he's hailing a cab in L.A. You can see the Hollywood sign in the background. And they take the cab takes him to Bel Air. We had mistakenly said that he took a cab from Philly to LA, and we were trying to figure out how that could even happen. Well, the the intro would suggest that that's what happens. They never show a plane. I agree with you, but I guess there's an extended intro somewhere that I'm not aware of. Well, who gives a shit? That's not what they showed us on television. Whoa, 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 whoa. This is one of our listeners in the Discord. I mean, who gives a shit? This is an important Listen, person. you piece of shit. No, I, I do not share the same views as my co-host on this one. I love you folks our Discord, whoarethese.com. You can get a link. You can join for free. We have a channel in there for Who Are These Socials. You can go in there and participate. I always check the channel before the show to find some uh, great stuff, including the first video I have for us today, which comes in from Jody B of the Poe Boys podcast and it is on youtube who are these youtube videos who are these youtube videos now there's this guy named dan penna and he's been a guest on tommy from mscs media a couple of times and we had a cringe of the week on wtp recently where uh, tommy from mscs didn't realize that, you know, you can't ask women if they're on their period in job interviews anymore. <laughs> anymore. <laughs> anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's a little hot of it. Dad, ah, the good old days. Dad's just like, yeah, no, you can't, definitely can't ask that question. But anyway, this guy, Dan, uh, he claims to be like a billionaire or something. I'm not okay. really sure why, but he does do motivational speaking. And one thing I like is a good life coach or a guy who motivates other people. I thought this would be a good way to start the show with a video that's called Stop Being Soft and Harden Up, Dan Penna, Best Ooh. Motivation Ever. Are I you ready this. to get motivated, buddy? Very much so. I'm soft. All right, let's go. If I were going to judge you or you or you by the guys you hang with, the guys you chill with, I think you're a retard. <laughs> Bill Gates doesn't hang. Elon Musk doesn't hang. Warren Buffett doesn't chill. Henry Ford didn't chill. Steve Jobs, who I knew, didn't chill. I don't chill. Eagles fly alone. 
Egos also eat mice and shit. Like, I don't necessarily want to be an ego. And all those people you just listed don't seem like they're having as much fun as I am. So I don't know. All right. Well, maybe he's on to something here. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm thinking about now Carl, Craig, Hackride. People must think I'm a retard. I get it now. Yeah, okay, good. (laughs) Because listen to where he goes with this next. He he might be on to something with this. You hang out with monkeys, you become a circus. Most of you would be embarrassed to tell me who your five closest buddies are. You- well, yeah, I would be. It's uh, it's Stuttering John. It's uh... oh, who you hang around with. You're the product of the five people you spend the most time with. If you go out to the pub and watch sports bars and they're farting and belching at the pub, you and your mates, that's where you're going to be in 20 years. Bel- that's good news. So wait, 20 I, I, years from now, I'll still be with my friends at the bar, farting and belching and watching sports? All right. <laughs> that's cool. Well, he's starting to lose me when he says, watch sports bars. Yeah, I kind of think he doesn't, doesn't know what the fuck he's, he's talking about. He's never been in a sports <laughs> bar before. It's okay, now. He knows how to live your life. Belching and farting with your mates. Show me your friends and I'll show you your future. I don't have any friends. <laughs> I've got four or five guys I've known 40, 50 years. We don't hang out. We don't go to the Super Bowl. We don't go to the World what? Cup. <laughs> this is supposed to motivate you. This guy's like, friendship is bullshit. I don't care what my little pony says. Gives a crap. Also, we you know, we don't go to the Super Bowl or World Cup like you and all of your friends are constantly <laughs> right. going We're to those events. We're taking private jets to the Super Bowl like you assholes. <laughs> like the common man. And we certainly go, don't go for beers uh, watching sports in sports bars. We don't have time. Time is money. We can get money back, but we can't get time back. You're running out of runway. Hold on a second. If time is money, then how come you can get one of them back, but not the other? Because you're equating (laughs) the... All right. There's something else that comes up here. Also, I don't agree with them with the time is money thing. If you can figure out a way to make money that comes in without you working, then um, that's probably the way to go. But all right, let's fast forward here because I think that this part contradicts itself. We're talking about... Self-esteem, Mike. Something that you should probably listen very closely to. Okay, I'm in again. All right. (laughs) Self-esteem is the basis of all high performance. Self-esteem is built the first seven years of life. You either have it or you don't. All right, you hear that? Self-esteem built the first seven years. You have it or you don't. Okay. Okay. So let's see see where he goes with this. So what happens after you're seven? What the f*** happened? Who are you around the first seven years of life? Mommy, mostly. Sometimes daddy. Sometimes an older brother or a sister. And maybe a grandparent, right? What the hell do they know about building self-esteem? Yeah. yeah know. What the <laughs> hell do you know about that, Grandma? Get out of here. You're wasting my time. <laughs> Hold on. This is where it gets stupid right here. Anything. If you want to build self-esteem, deal with people that have high self-esteem. You only have two times to make a first impression, right? Hold on a second. He just said... You either have it or you don't, and it happens in the first seven years. Because if you want self-esteem, hang out with people who have self-esteem. Yeah, just go, just learn to have Either you have it or you don't. Why don't you just learn to have it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds like he's contradicting himself. If I'm there to get motivated, I'm writing notes. I'm going, wait a second. All I have is questions now. This isn't helping me at all. I got to say, it's very thinly veiled that this is all projection when he's like, listen. 
Cool people don't have friends. Yeah. Cool people only hang out with their mom till they're seven. It's like this all feels very specific to you, sir. That's a weird way to start off a motivational speech to be like, oh, you go and hang out with your friends, do you? Guess what? I don't have any friends. I know some people. <laughs> We're not friends. We don't do shit together. I have zero friends. Don't you want to be like me? Uh, I'm going to leave early if that's cool. I got friends to go hang out with. Can I go with you? I'll keep being a, lo- keep being a loser with my friends. Yeah, right. This guy's just like, I'll come and hang out with you later. I want to meet your friends. They sound cool. Jesus, buddy. What's your problem? All right. I think it's enough. Yay. Super chats. Noel Harding comes in first with five bucks and says, girlfriend wants me to do anal, but I can't get in the back door. I need advice from more experienced gentlemen. All right, it's all about relaxation. You got to put on the right music. You got to get her relaxed, get the muscles relaxed. But most importantly, lube. There's no such thing as too much lube. There's never been such thing. You can't be too skinny. You can't have too much lube. Yeah, make sure you lube your asshole, sir. Lube your asshole, Noel. Come on, you know better. (laughs) Kelly Riddle with five bucks. Thank you very much, Kelly Riddle. Does Kelly have a... Thing on here? She does not. Okay. See, I, I checked that quick. He or she does not, I should say. I checked that quick because it's in alphabetical order, as I mentioned. I'm very proud of myself. What happened wow. to the Jabba the Hutt impersonator, Ash? I hope she'd find herself on this side of the WATP universe. Two, two, Tukey World Order. That I do have. Two, 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 Tukey World Order. T W O. Well, Kelly, I'm glad you asked that because I actually have a brand new fatso to introduce everyone to oh, later on in the, the show. That I'm very excited to chat about. So thank you for uh, bringing that up. Here comes the money. Here we go. Thanks for the super chat. See most for thousand forty for is such a fan. He even helped Carl install new paneling in his basement. CMOS 40445 Euro says, Carl, looks like your Bills and my Packers are making the playoffs. Who's your pick for the Super Bowl? Nobody's even close to a perfect record this year. The only team that's hot going in right now is the Ravens from the AFC. The Chiefs are kind of losing a little bit. The Bills are on a four-game winning streak, but don't let that fool you. Their offense is not great. Uh, so I like the Ravens to come out of the AFC, although they usually choke at the playoffs. But I like the Ravens to come out of the AFC. The Eagles, I don't think, are very good. I think it's going to be the Niners out of the NFC. And if those two teams meet, gosh, maybe it's the Ravens. What do you think, Mike? Some professional analysis there, my Thank friend. You. <laughs> yeah, I, guess, I, guess, I didn't see the game, but I guess the Lions got fucked the other they night. They got fucked. That was brutal. <laughs> and their stupid head coach, such an idiot. So they got to replay the two-point conversion from the seven. And he goes, all right, let's just try that then. No! Kick the extra point. Take it to overtime, dummy. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Why not on the third try? Just be like, all right, yeah. fine. We'll right, just right. They, they get a third t- attempt at it, too. It's like, no, this isn't, this isn't happening. Jay Loiterer. Here comes the money. Here we go. Thanks for the super chat, Jay Loiterer. Carl appreciates the support and wants to ask you to translate Husey's words into understandable English. I guess because I mentioned that you flew back to Boston, he says, hey, Mike, did you use sonar like a bat to fly back to Boston? I'll show myself out. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. And boy, are his arms hate, tired. 
That's the, you gotta like if someone just says like, uh, "Hey, Mike, did you see this last night?" Oh, did you see it? You can't do that. But a sonar joke—that's original. I like that. Oh, okay. Oh, now we know. Mike likes the sonar jokes. He walks out his up. house going ah 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 ah, so he doesn't bounce at any walls. Now we know. Eddie Valentino, five dollars. The first two episodes of Fresh Prince has the extended intro. Now we know. And boy, are our faces red. We feel so stupid. I'm sorry about yelling at you, Discord. I take it all back. (laughs) Box Eating Dad with five bucks coming in. I also flew from San Diego. My arms are killing me. Hack ride country. Let's ride. Craig is Jane Doe 37. Yes. Also, uh, Hack Ride's Puzzle Box returns tonight, and uh, he asked me to mention it, even though I think it's competing against us. He told oh, no. me it's 5.30 Eastern, so I don't Wait, know. he's on we'll Check now? it out later. Check it out later. When we're done, check out Hack Ride. He's at a 5.30 Eastern time, 2.30 his time? I'll say sometimes he messes up the Pacific yeah, Eastern. I, I hope so, because so, otherwise yeah. that's a dick move right there, I got to say. <laughs> I thought so, yeah. Not cool. <laughs> Matthew, either way, check out Hack Ride. Uh, Matthew Rowley coming in. Here comes the money. Here we go. Amazing super chat, Matthew Rowley. This gift lifts WATP spirits even more than watching three hours of Corndiff 3D printing a trombone when you can't sleep. No mean remark about Carl or even Mike. You both do a great job and provide me a ton of entertainment. Thanks and happy new year to you both. Now back to being mean to Mike. Thank you, Matthew. It's okay to be nice once a year. I was going to say, the even Mike is still a little bit of a dig, but I'll, I'll take it. Playgrat with 10 Australian dollars. Really, Mike? Sunglasses indoors? What do you think? You're blinder than me, dude? I think we got a, I, I got a comment on that uh, recently where someone that doesn't know the show commented mm-hmm. about, uh, like a, the, I think, the top 10 episode I did, top 10 specials of the year. Yeah. And it was like this pretentious asshole wearing <laughs> sunglasses so cool. indoors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at this cool guy over here hosting a show. All right. Turbo, 7049, two bucks. We already know Vinny. Oh, you're talking about how oh, I said there's going to be a fat person coming up later. It ran jogging. through my head as well. But I get I, it. Matthew Rowley, five bucks. Don't think it's going to be the Niners. And old Big Cock Brock will kick the shit out of the Ravens. Also, go blue, beat the Huskies. I'm with you on that. Go blue. Rooting for the Wolverines, who are five-point five point favorites in the national championship game. And uh, I guess that person's a, a Niners fan. Michael C. coming with two bucks. Someone tell Mike his fly is down. No, shh. Again? Shh. Michael. It's every week. It's part of the fun. All right. <laughs> Let's head over to uh, Instagram. Listeners of this show know who John Sarasani is. He was a B2B salesperson who decided to get out of the rat race and corporate America, start his own company. He sold it for what he says are dozens of millions of dollars. He's now a, <laughs> I've never heard someone say that. Like, if you sell something for 24 million or 28 million, go ahead and just say that number, dozens of millions. That's a couple dozen million? <laughs> a couple dozen million dollars over here. Anyway, they're not eggs. <laughs> they're millions of dollars. But <laughs> to John, it's all the same. He doesn't care. He's wealthy. He's living the life. 
And if you don't know about John Sarasani, the one thing he loves to do is brag about his lifestyle and his millions of dollars and how he doesn't have to get up in the morning and all of his former co-workers do and nana nana boo boo. I think it's the title of most of his episodes here on Instagram. But he also played football collegiately. And he was part of the Fighting Irish in Notre Dame. Now, when we found out that he was a tight end for Notre Dame, we looked up his stats and found out that he didn't have a great career. I think he had one catch for Notre Dame and then a couple more catches at Northwestern, something like that. Right. So he's going to explain his football career here because, remember, he's a super wealthy dude who's living the life who doesn't care what anyone thinks. Dude, thank you for yeah, this it, comment, bro. I never <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it's yeah. Of course, John Sirisani. What we're about to hear is him completely at peace and say, "Listen, my time at Notre Dame, I wasn't a superstar, but I played for fucking Notre Dame, guys. Come yeah. on, you know. I think he's gonna be very humble and even keeled about it, dude. If I could even say I was drafted or a walk on at Notre Dame, I'm a pretty goddamn good football player, right? That, that's something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'd be pretty happy with myself with that, but uh, not this guy. And actually, not me either. Oh, I don't have the drop I was looking for. Never mind. I bet to John. <laughs> Dude, thank you for this comment, bro. I never really go there, but I'm going to go there now, okay? Because he's talking about all the haters commenting about... Here's the drop I was looking for. I'm club-fucking-footed, you ass-wife. Right, that's why I didn't make it on Notre Dame. <laughs> Worth it. All right, I knew it. I knew you'd love that. All right, back to John. Dude, thank you for this comment, bro. I never really go there, but I'm going to go there now, okay? Because he's talking about all the haters commenting about how I must have sucked that I left Notre Dame. Okay, listen, I, I don't really usually tell this story, but people in the know know it, all right? So, so now you're going to get in the know, haters, all right? I was the starting tight end there. I left for some off-the-field bullshit that happened. Google it. It's all right there. I'm not embarrassed about it, okay? I could have transferred anywhere I wanted in the country. I chose Northwestern. Mm. They were very good at the time. Over UCLA, over Miami, over Wisconsin, over anywhere I wanted to fucking go. I don't know. I don't know how many of you are college football buffs, but my this is like the peak of Miami football. Yeah. Also, <laughs> this is Miami but before like UFC and Alabama had their runs, like this was Miami's prime and they wanted John Sirisani. I looked this up too. Northwestern went 6 and 17 when John was uh, at that school. Yeah, of course. I mean, you can pick UCLA or Miami like an asshole. <laughs> or you can go to Northwestern. Okay. Well, whatever. There is not one teammate of mine that I played with that would say John Sarasani wasn't good enough to be at Notre Dame or North. I should also mention he's responding to a single comment. He's posted it up <laughs> on the video screen and is this worked up over one person on social media. I wonder if this will have uh, the effect of more people writing things like this to John. I mean, I don't know a lot about trolling, but I'm just wondering if maybe that'll happen. Let, let me frame that correctly. A single comment 25 years later. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Northwestern. Nobody would say that, all right? I had some fucking injuries that kind of screwed my shit up. But you know what I did? I applied that energy to the workforce in corporate America. And when I was 27 years old, you know what I was doing? Starting a company that I'll later sell for a few dozen million. You know what my friends were doing <laughs> that played in the NFL at 27 years old? Looking for their first job. And, and God bless them. So you know what? Maybe that freaking injury was a good thing at the end of the day. Who effing knows? A few dozen million. I, I misspoke earlier. I, I didn't understand. There was like 36 or more. 
Wow. Can I take three cartons of a million dollars, please? Wow, very impressive. I like there that he goes, and what about all the people who actually went on to play in the NFL? What are they doing? Uh, they're doing great. But anyway, the point is. <laughs> well, he, he kind of catches himself because he, yeah. he's like, you know what my friends, the people I love most in the world are doing? And then he wants to say they're fucking losers. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> oh, no, those are my friends. I can't say that. <laughs> they're doing uh, color on CBS. But anyway, that's not the point. The point they're is. fine. <laughs> What I love about this, I'm going to go to the actual Instagram video here, is um, he's responding to people in the comments on this. So Dog Buddy writes, bro, you had one catch in nine games. Stop it. <laughs> and he writes, exactly. So watch the reel again. A little slower this time. This was made for you. And then he responds again. So you couldn't go anywhere, LOL, but I get your point. You fucked up off the field. And he writes back, I had one catch at Notre Dame before I got kicked out of school before the years I was going to be the starter. Then in Northwestern, I was plagued with injury. So again, he's just like doubling down on his excuses, which I'm pretty sure that my boy Dan Penna would not be cool with excuses on this, but. Right. Yeah. So I said he said he said in that video he's like you can Google the reason if you want to. So I did. Yes. And there's an article I sent you that if if you read the whole thing it looks like it's written by the mother Sirasani because it's all what a hero John is for stepping in. But basically some guy made fun of him at a diner and John punched him is essentially what it boils down to. So he got kicked off the team. Now fighting in college football, especially in the '90s, was like. I don't think it was that big a deal. Like if Miami and UCLA and all these schools wanted you, I don't think that would have derailed your career getting into one fight where, according to the article, the other guy was the instigator. Okay. The fact that he says, if you want to know about that, go ahead and Google it, tells me all you need to know because I found information on a Reddit page, and I believe it was one of John Sarasani's sock accounts, who posted what happened, and what happened was these guys were pestering John. He was sticking up for someone. They were pestering yeah. him. He's like, man, I don't want any trouble. So then he leaves the bar, and these guys follow him out, and they're still pestering him. And finally he goes, listen, man, you want to fight? Fine. Punches the one guy out, end of story, and got run out of Notre Dame. Because he was just sticking up for the little guy and just being the hero that he is. Yeah. And the guy, the kid that he punched, his dad was a rich Notre Dame alum. Yes. It all fit into a very, very storybook uh, derailing of John. It's so funny. The way that this was written, I'm like, of course John is writing this. There's no other person who would have this kind of vested interest in this story. It was eight paragraphs long about what a hero <laughs> John Sarasani is. So, of course, now John's Googling himself every day, and he goes, oh, good, this is what's showing up tops on uh, Google. I'll tell people to Google this, and they can see for themselves what a hero <laughs> yeah. I am. <laughs> Fucking asshole. But, yeah, it's, it's funny. It's funny. You, like... Shane Gillis uh, went to West Point. Like, he played football there very, very briefly. Oh, your boyfriend, Shane um, Gillis? Didn't... I try to shoehorn him into every episode that <laughs> I, I can. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> if, you, if you've ever heard him bring it up, he, like, he completely downplays it. And it forces other people to be like, dude, you played Division One football. Like, that's that's something. Right. Whereas John is like... I could have been a star. Yep. I was going to be Joe Montana. Who is what they'd be saying at Notre Dame? Yeah, I was going to be the <laughs> starting tight end. Fucking Northwestern. <laughs> right. Yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> uh, not that all tight ends have to catch footballs. Obviously, there's different reasons to have tight ends, but he wasn't going to be a sure a star player. All right. So 
Let's uh, look at the next video he has here. And um, this is wasting people's time. Just had a call from a recruiter. He found me on LinkedIn. Not really sure how the guy got my number, but he starts pitching me on this insurance executive job. And it's 400 grand a year, buddy. And he thinks I'm good for this job. And, and am I interested? And, I mean, I, I sold my insurance company a few years back. I'm a multimillionaire and I'm retired, but, but I, I'll go with this. Let, let, let's see if I qualify, buddy. What an asshole. So first off, this recruiter calls him. He sees him on LinkedIn. You don't have to have a LinkedIn profile, just so you know, if you're retired. But anyways, he's on LinkedIn, so the recruiter calls him. And, well, no, they didn't call him. I'm sure they sent him a direct message. And so he sets up a phone call with this guy because he wants to fuck with him. He wants to be like, oh, man, I would never take your job. Go and offer me whatever the fuck you want. I don't want it. Why are you wasting this guy's time? Why are you wasting anyone's time on this? This doesn't make you the bigger man by any means. Right. But okay. Well, also, do self-made millionaires who don't have jobs have LinkedIn? Well, that's what I mean. He doesn't need a LinkedIn profile. What's the, what's the point of What's that? the point? But, like, uh, but millionaires in general, like, like, does Elon Musk have a, a LinkedIn? Like, what, what's the level of person you don't need a LinkedIn? Why does he, why, he, he pretends to be this guy who's, like, above everyone. Like, he thinks of himself as Dan Bilzerian or someone like that. Right. And he does all these things that seem very cheesy. I think it's cute that you said millionaires and then named maybe the richest man on earth. Well, I downgraded it to, <laughs> to Dan Bilzerian. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, right. Okay, I get it. All right, let's get back to this. Let's see what happens. Let's see if he gets over on uh, this recruiter. He did no research. I didn't give him any of my background because he thinks he knows everything, right? So we go through the process and I'm answering his questions. <laughs> and then at the end, I go, hey, so you think I qualify, man? Do you, do you think they'll like me as a candidate? And he goes... Well, I got to be honest with you, John. You, you haven't been in the industry for a few years, so that does give me pause. But but I do think we could overcome it. Oh, my God, dude. Gives you pause? Not only is this guy a recruiter that didn't do his research, he used <laughs> dumbass freaking corporate America buzz phrases like gives me pause. Guys, <laughs> so glad I don't have to deal with this shit anymore. So what's great is that this backfired on him. He thought that he was going to tell his recruiter, well, guess what? You can take that $400,000 a year and stuff it up your ass because I'm a multimillionaire. Instead, the guy's like, you know what? Actually, I'm not sure if you qualify for this or not. And you've been kind of a prick during this whole interview. So I'm probably not. But that, it reminds me of the la whenever we played uh, Sirisani last a few weeks ago when he's talking about like this lunch he's at with someone. And oh, the person's right. like, well, I don't understand how I can help you, John, which would imply that John asked for help. And then John's response is like, you don't need to help me, bitch. Yeah. I've made dozens of millions. It, it's almost like he gets off on wasting people's time who are looking to make deals and connections. And he loves to take these meetings and then just fuck with people. Well, thanks for that, asshole. I have better things to do today. It's only, <laughs> uh, you know, so many hours in a day. And now I'm, I've wasted 45 minutes talking to you. Thank you for that. Yeah, he forgets, like, some people need to work just to keep the fucking country moving. <laughs> right, like, yeah, We so need to keep the lights on. Work is definitely <laughs> important. Uh, real quick. Yay, Super Chats. Kelly Wheel says, I'm a guy, Carla. Where is my jingle? Hack ride sucks. Oh. Kelly, I, I corrected myself immediately. Kelly, I apologize for that. Uh, we owe you a jingle. We're on it. It'll happen. Abby Normal coming in with five bucks. Mike. I've been binging. Why are you laughing over the holidays and loving it? Carl, you're all right, too. Well, thank you, Abby Normal. 
Thank you, Abby. You know who else has been binging it? Is uh, I found out today, Stuttering John. Oh, really? He gave me high praise on today's program. Come on, John likes why I you laughing. Yeah, he he said he said I'm a good broadcaster, sir. Oh no! And that uh, and then he corrected me on something I said about Howard Stern. So if I have I to now become now. friends with John because he likes your work, I'm going to be very upset with you, Mike. <laughs> Carl, uh, 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 he's a good guy. All right, I'll go along with that. We're, you know, we work together, so that's fine. Thanks. This, this next video. Now we know that John has talked about the blind in the past. John Sarasani, of course, because uh -oh. there was the wait. Was it blind or deaf? Yes, now I'm forgetting. Yeah. It was blind, right? No, no. He helped. The, he helped the blind man. Yes, in high school. He brought him to the the, the pep rally. Right, because the the blind kid was going to all the football games for some reason. And then he brought up the blind kid to say, we're going to win or something like that. And everyone went nuts. So yeah. now he's sitting at a bar and he's three martinis in or something like that. And uh, I don't think he understands what the message is here or else he wouldn't put this on his Instagram. All right, we're both a few martinis in here at our Christmas uh, lunch in here. And Ryan just gave me some really sound advice. Which one was that, Ryan? Here you go. Oh, um, if people have to tell you how important they are, they aren't. Words to live by, and that's after <laughs> a chocolate martini and a couple dirty martinis. If people, like that's a joke, right? That's him being self-deprecating, right? I don't know because why would he post that? <laughs> if people have to tell you how important they are, they aren't. I would follow that up with if people have to tell you how rich they are, or how cool they are, or how great their <laughs> life is, or how many friends they have. I can't tell if he's trying to save face or really just lacks any self-awareness whatsoever. It's like if I randomly dropped a video and was like, you know who are real douchebags or people that never try actual stand-up comedy in their lives and then yeah, think they can critique, critique it? it. <laughs> like, imagine what kind of a douchebag you'd have to be. Anyways, next week on Why Are You Laughing? <laughs> it's unbelievable that he posted that. Like, learn something from it, Mr. Sarasati. Stop telling us how important you are because... You know, wasting people's time and talking to recruiters, telling them to go fuck themselves. I'm just not impressed by that behavior. All right, let's get over to Alec Baldwin, who also loves Instagram. Yeah, and loves his kids, as he will tell you. The problem with Alec Baldwin is that some of his videos go on and on and on. This one is a short one, thank goodness. Mike found yeah. us a, a short one to check out. Who are you? So there's a little girl on his lap wearing a giant Pikachu mask. And this is the uh, back and forth. Who are you? Pikachu. Are you Pikachu? Mm -hmm. well, what do you do, Pikachu? Are you a fairy princess? Mm -hmm. You're Pikachu. Well, I don't know whether I should be laughing and clapping or crying and under my bed. Wait, wait a minute, you're Louie. No, that's Pikachu. Oh, uh, you're not Pikachu? No, um... Holy I'm shit. I'm Pikachu. I'm Pikachu. Oh, hey, Disney. I need to go to Pikachu and I can jump. Okay, I have to say, anytime I see a great-grandfather communicating with a great-grandchild, it definitely warms my heart. So cute. I mean, obviously, they're five uh, generations uh, apart, and they're trying to communicate about... about uh, wait, what? 
What do you I mean? I think it's his kid. Wait, 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 hold on a second. Uh, no, no, no. Alec Baldwin's way too old to yeah. have a no, toddler. That's his, that's his come. Come to life. Oh, hold on a second. Mike, Mike, I, I thought this was like a, a magical thing I was watching. All, you know, all these generations apart. And hey, Pops is coming over to uh, spend some time with you. Oh, he is great. And then what are you telling me? And and also the caption, I don't even understand. It's like, is this a Ryan Murphy series or something? Like, I, I don't know what he's trying to use his kids for. If it's just to show that he's a good guy to kind of offset all the, you know, talk of him murdering someone on the set of his movie. <laughs> <laughs> or I don't know. I don't know what his like end game is. Right. But what I it's what I the same thing, like the re same reason I'll send like Rosie O'Donnell clips of her TikTok yeah. is like I, if. People like Rosie O'Donnell and Alec Baldwin have these large followings, have been celebrities for such a long time. If they just want to like post about their grandkids, maybe just make like a private account that your your kids and nieces and nephews follow. Like, why Alec Baldwin is sending this to two million people, being like, "Hey, my kid dressed up as Pikachu." And Who you know what? Fuck? Why are this, you telling us this? Might be a two for one, and I just picked up on this this time watching it. In the background, there is soccer being played. And I think that's to prove that his wife definitely is Spanish. She is yes. definitely from Spain and <laughs> not New England. I promise you. Yes. And he's eating a burrito and wearing a sombrero <laughs> as well. <laughs> Different kind of Spanish. Different kind of Spanish. <laughs> but I understand why you would get that confused. All right. Let's head over to Twitter. Look at this tweet now. Jason Whitlock. It's got some uh, hot takes. He decided yeah, to was... look up the uh, the standings. Yeah, so this was uh, a, a, there was a big dust up this week. A lot of people found this tweet interesting because Jason Whitlock posted. He always loves giving like the NFL and ESPN. He hates ESPN. He attacks them, and he's become sure. like a big conservative guy. Yes, I didn't I didn't know this element of Jason Whitlock, but I guess he used to be big, like would like review strip clubs and like was kind of a deviant. I don't remember that. I know more is this new, like, ultra-conservative, kind of wagging-your-finger type of guy. Um, oh, and he... let, let me just real quick, sorry to cut you off, let me just read what oh, yeah. it, his description on his Twitter. I was just looking at this now. It says, Christian, growth requires sacrifice. Ignorance, yeah. perversion, pride, ingratitude, and cowardice thwart sacrifice. Fearless. Yeah, that's the Jason Whitlock I'm more familiar with. Is Sounds like one of uh, like, Chrissy Mayer's friends, just by yeah. reading that. And Jason Whitlock has become a guy that he kind of pretends to hate. Like he, I, I liked early on when he would start going at the left and going at ESPN and all that stuff. But he kind of proved himself to be the same because now he wants people canceled for all sorts of shit. So he posted something on Twitter where he thought he would get everyone on his side of the uh, the aisle all riled up. And then Twitter luckily realized what was going on and had a lot of comments about it. This is why I like Twitter right here. So he posts, I'm looking at the NFL standings on ESPN.com. This is the ad running above the standing. How is this possible? Appropriate? The ad says there's a card. An image of a card. The card says, balls deep inside of me is a great way to spend your birthday. And it's an ad for a happy birthday, him, husband, boyfriend, funny, happy birthday card. Sure. Okay. The comments underneath this. He thinks he's got a real gotcha on ESPN.com. Oh, Disney, do you approve of this ad? Let me explain, Jason, because I used to be in this business. I know I never talk about it. But the way that advertising works on the internet is that it's dynamic. 
the ad that you see on a website <laughs> is very different than the ad that I see on a website. It's based on your browsing behavior and a myriad of other factors involved. And so yeah. these um, responses are, what have you been searching? Usually those ads are algorithmic. Yes, correct. Hard Factor says, when he enabled cookies, he thought he was getting a treat. <laughs> Very good. Uh, Patches O'Houlihan says, do you have something you want to tell us, Jason? Three-year letterman says, my ads are all for waterbeds that cannot be purchased without financing. Weird. So this tweet, last I checked, had like 36 million views on it or something. <laughs> well, I, I screen grabbed it because I thought for sure he would take this down. Yeah. It's embarrassing. He, he, no, he not only has he not, he's like doubled down and he quote, which I think a guy like him knows he kind of can't at this point. Okay. So he's started go, going on the attack and saying everyone is wrong, which I think they are wrong because it's the damnedest thing. My algorithm suggests that, that there's a lot of uh, closeted get blind gay men out there that are just lo looking for love. Just a tap away. <laughs> I don't understand who that's appealing to. So Sean Grab says, I think that says way more about your search history, Jason. Mine shows a Chevy Silverado, and he has the screen guard to prove it. <laughs> David underneath says, forensic investigation of your browser history would not be kind. So, yes. Yeah, so it's weird. Like, and Jason Whitlock was uh, like a... And I say this in sort of a flattering way, a creep back in the like he would talk about sex and all this stuff, but now he's put himself in a box where he pretends he doesn't look at any of that naughtiness. Like I would never search pornography when we know he does. So I don't know why he backed himself into this corner where he's like, no, no, no. I would never look at tawdry porn on the internet. Whoopsie. It's, it's <laughs> you know, anytime you show screenshots, and this is, by the way, a photo of his computer screen, which is even more embarrassing. You got to take out his phone. He's like Kevin Brennan. But yeah. I got to tell you guys, anytime you think you want to share anything on your computer screen, people will find shit. I remember when Alex Jones had the, uh, he had a couple tabs. So he was like showing his browser and it just had tabs on the top and it was like transport or something. I don't remember exactly what it was. It was something that would embarrass Alex Jones, like, you just stop showing your computer screen altogether. It never works out well for people. Yeah. Now, I'm going to show you something, and ignore that there are wet MILFs in my area, <laughs> but I just want to make a serious <laughs> point here. <laughs> um, my, I don't know why I get GILFs all the time. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> By the way, I'm looking at uh, Twitter Live right now, because this is what we're doing for our show. It's a social media show. Live yes. on X, Hackride is hosting Catch-22 DJ Electrify. Yeah, he really is live right now. <laughs> and then he asked me to promote it. Mr. Hackride, for shame. For shame, sir. I don't know. I don't know who this guy thinks he is. He's got some balls. All right, here's a leftover from last week I didn't get to. And this was posted in our Discord server. Like I said, whoarethese.com. Click on the link to our Discord server and you can join it for free. Be a part of the Who Are These Socials channel in there and all the other fun channels, too. You can listen to Who Are These podcasts every Wednesday and Saturday for free on their live. But this is pretty crazy because there's a guy holding onto the hood of a car going down the freeway. And when I first started watching this, I thought, well, this could be fake. And, sure. uh, you know, who knows how fast they're going. And But what you're going to see here is that they have another friend who's following them who films it from another angle. So you can see it's totally legit. It's pretty fantastic. Okay. This is in uh, Japan or something. So they're, they're, it's raining out. They're going by 18 wheelers. And this guy's just holding on to the hood of his car. Holding on for dear life. 
the windshield wiper hitting him in the face. And then there's his buddy watching this happen. His legs are out. That's fucking crazy right there. I just mentioned that that's why I like TikTok is the comments. That's why, or I mean Twitter. That's why I like TikTok is to watch videos like that. That's cool. And guys, if you want my experience on that video, just close your eyes and mute your computers and you'll get to know why how I, I experienced That's why I was explaining it, Mike. That's why I like you as a co-host on this show. It forces me to explain shit. A little play-by-play. Because people can listen to us on our own feed. Who are these socials? Wherever you get podcasts from. It's a very good listen. People seem to enjoy it. Yay, Super Chats. I want to thank Playground for coming in with 20 Australian dollars. Carl, if the Bills make the playoffs, they always get into a winning position and fuck it up. What's your prediction of how they will do so? Allen interception, missed field goal, giving a stupid penalty, or something else entirely? Mm. Um, well, Allen interception seems likely. <laughs> Pick six when they're driving to win the game. I could definitely see that happening. You know, it depends if they beat the Dolphins or not. Vinny and I were, were toying with the idea of live streaming us watching the Bills-Dolphins game this Sunday night. Because be uh, whoever wins, wins the AFC East. A big game coming up for both of our teams. Uh, but the yeah. Bills will fuck it up in the playoffs. And they'll find another fantastic way to do it. Who knows? What are they? Uh, if they lose, what are they? Are they still in the playoffs? They need some help if they lose. Yeah. They need some other hmm. teams to lose, too. Hopefully the Steelers right. get beat by the, uh, the Ravens um, backup players. <laughs> Well, I'm rooting Dolphins. Go Vinny. What? What? <laughs> after, after everything I've done for you. <laughs> Here comes the money. Here we go. Thanks for the super chat, Dennis, in East Boston. You are a true warrior in the dabble verse that would never tell anyone about exploding bloody hemorrhoids staining your jeans. Dennis in East Boston, a $5 super sticker, followed up with two more dollars saying... Mike, who's more at fault, Coleman or Gus? I I, I want to save that for tomorrow because okay. there's a lot that. I, but if you haven't, uh, Carl, if you haven't caught, actually, I would just suggest you listen to today with no context. Just listen to the first thirty minutes of today's Kirk Minahan show. It's insane. Okay. I, I, there's a they have a fill-in producer on today, and he lost his fucking mind. It's wow. crazy. All right, I will check. That's a ringing endorsement. I'll check that out. Good promo. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'll say I'll save my take for tomorrow morning. We also got 99 cents from a person who's called, whatever happened to Brent Hatley? If that's your question, the answer is he <laughs> retired from show business. Yeah. It's I a believe. shame because his, uh, his Twitch career was really exploding, Ugh. as I recall. I just, you know, if you're a cuck, you really got to do that privately. It's just, it's not a good look. As soon as there's video or a photo of you jacking off to your wife getting hammered by a black guy, it's over. Hey, there's there's no coming back from that. <laughs> I am all. I could be wrong. I mean, maybe there's a community where people enjoy that quite a bit. I don't know. Let's listen to some music, shall we? Who are these music? Who are these music? Christmas has passed, but I still have the spirit, baby. And Andrew Blakemore sent this in it's a real earworm for us mike okay this ring is a beautiful song about santa claus on a helicopter not a traditional sleigh card 
I think we get the point. Pretty good song, though. <laughs> from, You're gonna have uh, to remind us next year because we missed our chance this did. year. But I know next, like that's one that's gonna hit me later, where I'm not gonna think about it for a few hours, and then tonight I'll be like Santa Claus. <laughs> that's from Rappy McCrapperson on YouTube. I want to provide uh, proper credit on that. Thank All you, right. Rappy. We are how many minutes in? About 45 minutes into the show. Well, then we definitely need to get over to TikTok. TikTok up by the Chinese to fuck up the minds of our youth and some other people too. So let's talk quite a lot about these TikTokers we stalk and know. Oh, 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 TikTok fucking blows. That's my favorite jingle right there. <laughs> All right. So this came in from uh, Buggle Me This in our Discord. And this is a fat girl influencer. Her name is Nikki, and this is fun, Mike. I think you're going to enjoy Nikki and what she's up to on TikTok. Okay. I've decided to document my daily fat girl outfits. This combo's super classic and immediately makes you feel good together. All of my necklaces are from Amazon under 15 bucks. My dark circles are from Anxiety, and I'm wearing my favorite Levi 501 shorts, boots from Target, and an oversized blazer. <laughs> oh, is that a regular blazer? I couldn't tell. You know, I thought you were describing where all of her necks were from. <laughs> I love this idea that she's going to show off the the fashion that she's enjoying here. Um, there's that's not the only one. That's the one that she has pinned to her page. Very proud of that one. But there's more where that mm. came from. This is a tarp from Wrigley Field. <laughs> <laughs> This is a case it rains in the fifth inning. This is what they, they bring out. I got it on sale when the season ended. Here's my fat girl outfit of the day. I needed to be extra cozy, and this look's doing it for me. I also really needed the iced coffee. I'm wearing oh. a maxi skirt from the new Target Designer Collection. Oh. My sweater's from Old Navy, and I'm wearing my favorite pair of docks that you'll see a lot. And I finish it off with some gold hoops. Did she say Target? Yeah. She's buying her clothing from Target. What's wrong with that? They're very uh, gender friendly. I imagine they also have sizes for giant lard asses. I'll have to ask Vinny where he shops because uh, I don't know a lot of people <laughs> who shop there who then show off their fashion on TikTok. <laughs> but what I was really excited about, not so much that she's showing off her enormous clothing on TikTok. Oh, you know what I should have grabbed? I should have grabbed that video I was talking about the other day. Dr. Steve actually sent it to me where the quartering was talking about how all these fat influencers who have podcasts and TikTok channels, one of them had a radio yeah. show was featured in the New York times. They've all died at the, you know, before they're 40 years old <laughs> and they're not just like big people. They're wildly obese. These are like sure. ash size people. 
And this woman's yeah. one of them, obviously, but their uh, yearly award show is just the in memoriam section. <laughs> <laughs> Never get to the awards. Let's see who we lost this year. Everyone. <laughs> Gonna need a new crop. <laughs> That's really funny, Mike. All right. This is the uh, the TikTok that got me very excited about Nikki and her uh, fat influencing. If you're a plus size or mid-sized girl living in Chicago, I have plans for you on Tuesday. I co-host a dating podcast called Quite Fat. Wait. What did she just say that she co-hosts a dating podcast called Swipe Fat? Oh, can I? A quick aside. Do you know who Lauren Compton is? I don't. She hosts a dating podcast and was tweeting about me this week, and I haven't been able to figure out why. I didn't think to send the tweets for this show because I was just away, but it's a dating podcast that she just started randomly tweeting about me, and I couldn't figure out why. Oh, it's very possible that we've covered her, and I just forget her name. Very yeah, possible. I, th- I, thought, I thought you may have. That's why I brought it up. I apologize yeah, I, for the I, uh, I, sidetrack. But she's on... Uh, She's the girl. She's on like a Segura's network, like what your mom's house studios or something. Okay. That's very possible. We've covered her then. I'll have to uh, look into that for you. But what I was excited about is there's this podcast for fat people dating called swipe fat. She's doing this thing in Chicago. And when I saw this, I have uh, my buddy Doug from who's right co-hosting WTP this week. And I said, we might want to look into this. So I will definitely be checking out her podcast this weekend on who are these podcasts. I host a dating podcast oh, called Flight Fat, all about plus size dating with my friend Alex, and we also host meetups. Plus size dating. <laughs> In Chicago, Swipe we also go around the not world, a good but we- No, it's not. Because <laughs> it doesn't rhyme, it doesn't even have the no. right letter to start with, like none of that works at all. Swipe fat. Yeah. Lipo fat, that's what you want to do. <laughs> We host them in Chicago. I look crazy because I just got a facial, but this is important. It's well, you look crazy because you're crazy. That's why you look crazy. <laughs> it's going to be at Paradise Park in Wicker Park. Tickets include bottomless beer, wine, and pizza. <laughs> Tickets include bottomless <laughs> beer, wine, and pizza. Holy shit. As much... <laughs> As many cheese and carbs as the eyes can see. Is that is that all these people are buying tickets? How many calories does this get me? Well, I have good news for you. Unlimited. I'm in. Let's go. What's interesting about like influencers like this is they're not lazy. Lazy would be the wrong word. Mm-hmm. It's like they're they're working. Right. They're working very hard to remain as fat as they can, and that's interesting. Almost too hard, you would say. Yeah. It is just you the might, best yeah. time and. A way to make new friends in the city. And who doesn't need a new plus-size friend? Because if you're like me growing up, you didn't have many. And your straight-size friends, as much as we love them. Straight-size friends. I've never heard that <laughs> term before. She goes, when I was growing up, I didn't have a lot of fat assholes in my school. Good. That's a good thing. And so I just had to make friends with straight-size friends. What? Yes. Does that make her gay sized? What does I don't understand <laughs> yeah, the right. comparison? <laughs> oh my gosh. If they joined the alphabet people, I'd be so amused by that. <laughs> That'd be amazing. All of a sudden they're in the parade. I mean, not to, at the end of the parade, but the beginning of the parade, they would be there marching. <laughs> It'd be fun. In a few well, hours, we'll have the fats coming through. Well, right. I mean, I believe one of the letters that gets added to that sometimes is A for asexual, and no one's fucking sure. these people. So they might have a valid argument for joining the alphabet people on this one. Interesting. That's not bad. 
if, if you're like me growing up, you didn't have many and your street size friends, as much as we love them, just don't understand it. So many people come alone, they leave in a group chat. Oh no, we understand it. It's called self-control. It's also not a it. demographic. Like, I'm fatter <laughs> now than I was as a child. <laughs> yeah. It's not like uh, they're all from Germany or something. It's not like one of those things where uh, you don't get it. Right. Yeah. Growing up a minority <laughs> in this country. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Them just don't understand it. So many people come alone. They leave in a group chat and with plans for brunch. So many people come alone. I believe that. Check. Um, they leave in a group chatting about plans for brunch. Of course they're chatting about plans for brunch. What fat person doesn't love brunch? Brunch (laughs) is the meal where everyone sits around and there's food in front of you for hours. And that's acceptable. No other time is that acceptable at one in the afternoon to just be feeding yourself for hours on limited mimosas. Let's keep it going. More snacks. I'm stuffed. What are we getting next? (laughs) Right. Yeah. So if you're still in the city on the 20th, I'd love for you to come. I'd love to meet you. I'd love to get wine drug with you and introduce you to all of my friends. There's a link to tickets in my bio. How, many does it, how much and does it take? Do you ever see like the documentary where they talk about the amount it takes Andre the Giant to get drunk? Oh, yes. Right. It's like 11 bottles of wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like when she says get drunk, like how many hours would that take? Oh, uh, well, I think it was in the description of the event. Bottomless. <laughs> All right, how fair. many how many bottles of wine does it take? Pff, I don't know. Keep pouring Even barrels. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> Who can count that high? <laughs> how would I possibly know? All right. So Nikki, I'm uh, I'll be following you. I'm interested in what you have to to say and do. Yes. Let's get over since we're on TikTok. You made a discovery not too long ago. This is uh, Daniel Alexander. I like to I'm call obsessed him. obsessed with him. I'm, I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> I like I'm to obsessed. call him woke dad. <laughs> And uh, let's let's hear from uh, Daniel Alexander. The one thing that I would never do on social media or anywhere else for that matter is brag about how great my life is. I feel like that's a douche move. And uh, I don't know. Just seems like you're kind of a dick if you're rubbing everyone's face and how amazing you are. This actually makes me respect Sirisani because at least yeah. he's like flexing. Right. Yeah, yeah. If you're going to brag, at least have that awesome swimming pool out back and the giant right. bathroom that's bigger than most people's kitchens. All right, cool. That's neat. Yeah. But yeah, this is annoying. So I can say it. 2023 was the best year of my entire life. I started off the year by fighting for legislation that protects gender affirming care in the state of New York effectively protecting cool. my son, his identity, and his community. No, I got more time with my kids than ever. <laughs> I stood in front of the governor. She signed a bill into law at the beginning of the Manhattan Pride Parade, the Trans Safe Haven Bill in the state of New York. All right. Did you, uh, by any chance, look up what the Trans Safe Haven Bill includes in it? I didn't, actually. Oh, believe it or not. Well, it's basically what it is. is it's legalized genital mutilation. For people under the age of 18, which good okay, for well, you, I figured buddy. it was something like that. Yeah. I'm sure you'll be on the right side of history when they're lopping off genitalia and giving puberty blockers to 13-year-olds. I'm sure everyone will agree with that in the future. It was a great move on our part. And See what I mean? Though, like, uh, Sirisani has jet skis, for Christ's sake. <laughs> yeah, you right. Know? I'm starting to think he's not so bad. <laughs> all right. Let's get back to Braggy McGee and all the shit he's up to over here. New York. 
On July 4th of this year, I quit my job of 14 years. It was my Independence Day. I started a mobile coffee shop, and I used that mobile coffee shop to uplift my community. Ugh. Over the last handful of months, I've raised $2,500 that's gone to school kids and school teachers and a parent fighting Wait, cancer. So is he saying since July, the the company he started has raised $2,500? The worst part is, first off, $2,500 is nothing. But the worst part oh. is, is that that's not just going to a single cause. Let's hear that. Let's hear the list of causes that $2,500 <laughs> is going towards. Oh, good point. I'm sure it'll fix all of them. <laughs> the last handful of months, I've raised $2,500 that's gone to school kids and school teachers and a parent fighting cancer and kids for Christmas. <laughs> All right, so two kids got a toy. Uh, the, the parent with cancer, yeah, you're SOL. What, what else happened with that $2,500? Everyone look under your seats. You get $8. You get $8. You get $8. And I also got an iPad mini for a beloved channel. Every day I use it to uplift others. I don't have to do a crazy 9 to 5 anymore. Everything I do... I do for the community I work in, and I do for the people that I care about. All while standing hand in hand with the love of my life. The most and it's so selfless, too. All I demand is that everyone praise me on TikTok and tell me how great I am. That's all. It's all I need in return. <laughs> wow. You're such That's a bigger man. He put, he's acting like this is a year in review. Like yeah. I, You know, guys, I've been pretty humble all year. He posts multiple <laughs> times every single day telling us how great oh, he is. How amazing he is, yeah. Most amazing woman in the entire world. The most amazing person. Oh, I can't wait till she leaves him. Oh, that's going to be fun. That's going to be a fun out, series. So the first review, this was not the first love of his life. He may, he may, has another video where he talks about, uh, a I guess the kids that he's talking about having are from his first marriage. So he got divorced. And I'm just imagining that person being like, will you stop with the fucking, I get it. Yes, our kid is non-binary. We got it. We can support them. You don't need to tell everyone about it. Yeah, no shit. He might change his mind, all right? Stop bragging about it all over the internet. Right. Kids change their mind. I used to like the Transformers a lot. I don't have a lot of Transformers shit anymore. It happens. I know, I know. You'd rather be doing this than reading their obituary. I heard you. <laughs> yeah, that old, that old gang. Could you imagine if our parents were on there bragging about, and my son Carl, really into professional wrestling, he loves The Rock. He watches The Rock every Monday night. Can't get enough of that. The Rock. I'm like, Mom, oh. that was a phase I went through. Why are you bragging on TikTok about that? He he ollies like a motherfucker, this kid. <laughs> Watch out for him at the skate park. Well, this Daniel Alexander does something, too, that I talk about with uh, Stuttering John all the time. Okay. Where, like, if I overheard my parents bragging about how supportive they are of their <sighs> blind kid. Yeah. I'd be like, hey, shut the fuck up. Yeah, this is the same First of all, you. you're supposed to be. Right. <laughs> what, you want a cookie? As Chris Rock once said. Like, Daniel Alexander talks about his tra my trans kid. my trans. So you're using them as a prop and not even calling them by their name. You're right. like, That's their name to you is your trans kid. Yes. That's a great point. My best friend. The life I live is the life I want to live wholeheartedly. Oh, he's doing the fucking heart sign with his fingers. Fuck yourself with that. <laughs> 2023 was the best year of my life. And now I'm excited for 2024. We are too, <laughs> Daniel. We are too. I can't wait to watch more of your ridiculous videos like this one. Let's get back to the main format where he explains an interaction he had 
that yes, day. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> These are my favorite ones. No one has more conversation with this guy about things that trigger him than woke dad Daniel Alexander. Just happens to him every day for some reason. Man, I had an interaction that really got the better of me, and I usually am really good about using my rational brain, but this one made me emotional. You're usually the best at it. You usually know exactly what to say every time. I'm surprised. He sounds like such a tough guy, though. <laughs> Ooh, this and really I, burned me up. Oh, yeah, I couldn't handle I this one. I was steamed. <laughs> but just the idea that he's like, guys, guess what happened to me today? I had an interaction Bullshit. <laughs> no, you didn't. You don't talk to anyone. No one wants no one people see you when they walk away. Trust me. You're annoying. And I feel like in the situation I reacted pretty well, but after the situation, after this all happened, I went out to my car and I posted on it in a very emotional way. And no, it wasn't that bad, but I took it down anyways. I took it down because it wasn't how I wanted to represent myself in the world. So I was stuck in line with another straight white man a little older than me, who thought that I was going to be a safe place for his awful jokes. And the more he kept going, the more I called him out, the more he tried to find something that he thought I would find funny. And yeah, I posted emotionally, but what I really should have said in that moment was, I'm not safe. I'm not safe for you. I am not a safe place for your bigotry. Racism isn't funny. Homophobia isn't funny. Transphobia isn't funny. And... I mean, it depends, but all right. So based on what this guy is saying, is he standing in line and an older boy tells him a racist joke and he looks at him and goes, yeah, no, that's not, that's not cool. And this guy's response is a double and triple down. That does not happen. If I ever uh, try well, to get try a, this one, yeah, right. If I ever try to get a quip it with a stranger and they look at me like, I oh, know. Yeah. It's not, I'm, I'm like, okay. never mind. Sorry. Probably shouldn't have said anything at all. No, I would no. I, what I'm going to do is be like, all right, you don't like that one about the Jews, huh? Eh? Eh? I got a couple of those <laughs> jokes you might like. No, 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 I said if you slice them thin enough. Are you not, what are you not getting about it? <laughs> what an asshole. Misogyny. <laughs> He's such a liar. It's not funny. And me and you, we may fall within the same demographic, but we are not the same people. And we don't live in the same world. We all make mistakes. It's not the mistakes you make, it's how you correct them. You know, I just picked up on something. I don't want to get too political here, but he just said, you know, we're in, we're in the same demographic, me and this uh, other white guy, straight white guy, yeah. but we're not the same people. But then when he refers to the trans community, they're they're all they're, in a community together. Well, couldn't those people be different people? No, no, oh, they're okay. all the same. They, they all, they all <laughs> need this guy's help and support. <laughs> okay, my bad. I, I guess I didn't understand that. So uh, well, I'll... Please. Just to mention demographics, like when okay, we're all straight white guys or whatever. Does Daniel Alexander strike you as a guy that you walk into a coffee shop and you're like, okay, here's my guy. All right, so a Jew and a Muslim walk into a bar. No, <laughs> I immediately thought he was gay the first time we saw him. I thought for sure he was. Right. I'd love to know what he considers to be a racist joke. I was just watching Anthony Cumia's back. This week, and oh, he, was, well, he was on with. That's a good barometer. He was on with G Gavin McGinnis on Compound. I would love to sit this asshole down and have him watch that two-hour show and see how he reacts to that. <laughs> He'd lose his fucking mind. Are you kidding me? Because what in this guy's world? What's a racist joke? I can only imagine it's the white people be driving like this, black people they be driving like this. Whoa, buddy, that's a little edgy. All right, I enjoy that kind of humor around here. He sucks. Let's hit some super <laughs> chats real quick. Oh, 
Yay, Super Chats. Reverend Shitstain Powerful Pooper, two boxes, a Chinese guy trying to get back with his ex-wife. I believe he's referring to that song that we were playing, but I could be wrong. Sorry. Oh. I didn't pick up on you sooner, but thank you for your call. Take us with a dollar sticker. Thank you very much. Dean Moran. Is it Dean? Am I pronouncing that correctly? I, if only I had someone to help me out. A hundred dollars. <laughs> thank you very much, Dean. Dean Marone. Hundred bucks. I never get to see you guys live. Happy New Year. Keep up the great work. W-A-T-P. W-A-T-P. Well, thank you very much. W-A-T-P. 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 Dean Marone, we appreciate you, my friend. Thanks for watching live, and thank you for supporting the show. Such a generous gift. We appreciate it. Bruce W-T-V, two bucks. Hi, Carl. This is $2. This $2 is only for Blind Mike. Thanks. Well, yes. I have bad news for you because uh, YouTube takes 30%. And if you are on an Apple device right now, there's another 40. So <laughs> I'll give Mike the 68 cents. But thank you very much. Hey, buddy. It's every, every penny counts. Of course. We appreciate it. And actually, I raised $2,500 to help solve blindness. Over the last handful of months. Yeah, over the last handful of months. I'm going to put that all into research to solve this. All right. Chad's I can't tell what my favorite phrase of the day is. Is uh, dozens of millions or handful of months? <laughs> a few dozen millions of dollars. <laughs> Chad's missing up her lip five bucks. Hey, Mike, how did testifying on behalf of Kreger's turn out? You could keep him out of prison for now, but his name is in the Epstein files. Well, I think the kids at an Epstein's island were much too old for Craig. Whoa. That doesn't make any sense. Wow. How would he be there? What would he be doing there? Shots fired. I'm protecting him. I'm saying he has no business there. He comes running out of the bedroom. Mr. Epstein, this one has pubic hair. What's going on here? This is disgusting. This old man. <laughs> she might get her period. I don't know. This is gross. <laughs> you had to joke about that? I don't even know. Uh, Turbo749. Is Mike going to Tampa? Is that Tampa? Mike, you going to Tampa March 22nd? WATP live? That's tempting. I'll okay. see uh, I'll see what I'll see if I can make it down. There. Once I have more information, I'll talk to you about it. I was planning on doing that. All right. Because it's gonna be because uh, you're friends with uh, Royce. We we're hang we're teaming up with the ROTC folks. Oh, I do love Royce, yeah. Yes. March twenty second. <laughs> I love I love what just happened. Mike's just like, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. You'll be there. Okay, cool. Yeah, Roy's going to be there. Wait, you said March 22nd. Hold on. Let me. Uh, <laughs> what is that? So. Um, uh, yeah, August something you said. Oh, Royce is going to be there. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, guys. It wouldn't be uh, who are these soldiers without getting into some Tourette's. I fucked your mom. You're done. You're done. Uppercut. Chicken and crackers. Wind up. I'm going to need you to put the ranch down. Our girl, Balin, loves Diet Coke. In fact, how much does she love it? She loves it so much. She is wearing a sweatshirt that says, I need a Diet Coke. Now, Mike, you probably think that's hilarious. I do, too. And, do, uh, yeah. and she is an influencer, a TikTok star, 9 million followers, coming off her triumphant interview with Chris Cuomo. And now she's showing off her new hilarious shirt. I, uh, one of my buddies that we went to uh, San Diego with, I was telling, I was mentioning some story about Balin Dupree. And I said, I don't know if you're familiar with this Balin Dupree. And he goes, oh, you're done. 
Yes. <laughs> she's like, oh, it's catching on. She's People a sensation. <laughs> she is TikTok in my world yeah. anyway, but that's awesome. I'm glad to hear that. So she loves Diet Coke. And then it turns out she has a friend over in this TikTok. And her friend is also wearing a Diet Coke shirt. I don't know if it's a sponsor, but. Everyone. Uh, I don't think you know how obsessed I am with this little baby being it with this shirt. Diet Nick. Oof. Do you know how much I drink Diet Coke? Do you know how much I love Diet Coke? I do now. Because I need one. Yeah, I need that wiener. Yeah, fuck you, Jennifer. Yeah, you have a little baby wiener. I'm sorry, I stepped in your little, your little baby. Okay. I gotta say, I'm a little surprised. I know that Balin's 21 years old. Is Diet Coke the uh, the drink that the kids are drinking these days? I think this is the Dylan Mulvaney situation where Diet Coke oh. got, uh, you know, a, a social media influencer. And I plan on protesting Diet Coke. I'm going to shoot up the cans There's gonna be with a can. my AR-15. There's going to be a can that says, wind it up, Diet Coke, <laughs> with a picture of Balin on there. And I'm going to get a case of it. So go fuck yourself. I don't support this. I will definitely support it. I just, I'm surprised that she's not into cred like all the kids are. She's into sure, prime, something like yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, fuck off. I got this one for Eileen. You need to show it. I wish it was in pink. Mm-hmm. So we could both can be in pink, then be in batching pink. Pink weenus, little baby weenus. Fuck off. I think it's. Wind up. You need a Diet Coke, and I'm the Diet Coke that you need. So. Don't be so needy. I'm getting everyone one of these. Hey, shut up, okay? Bitch. They're in my showcase. <laughs> it's like big. And, and it's pink. Oh, and it's, it's Diet pink. Coke. Her friend doesn't even have Tourette's. Get out, get out, get out. You're out of in the way. You're in the way of Balin. Stop I, it. Come I on. hate this when shows add a new character. It's like we, we like the old one. It's cousin Oliver just showed up on Balin's channel. <laughs> Everything that you need. Yeah. Tippy tippy top that wiener tap or tissue chicken. I love it so It's much. in my showcase, and I think that you should get one so we can match because we both like Diet Dick. Diet Coke. Yeah. Favorite dick is community dick. Period. She does think about penises a lot. And um, <laughs> I have just a, a video here. I'm not going to play the whole one, but there's a new ticket here for the holidays that I enjoyed. Oh, <laughs> a couple I other... love seasonal ticks. Yeah, I, like, I love seasonal ticks. <laughs> Definitely uh, medically provable. And so this is fun. There's a couple things she says here that I enjoyed. Hi. You're lazy. Festive weenies. I went to Sephora the other day because why don't you go to Sephora? I'm very insecure about my under eyes. Um, I am. It's something I've always been fucking your dad about. <laughs> fa la la la, go fuck yourself. It's always something I've been. That was the one that got me. <laughs> fa la la la, go fuck yourself. That is. Tremendous branding, as always, by Bill. Fantastic. You know, sometimes I watch your videos and I go, I wonder when she shot this. Oh, okay, there's a seasonal message. Good. Now I know precisely when this happened. That's how you know it's not a rerun. I've always been fucking your dad about. Fa la la la, go fuck yourself. It's always something I've been insecure about. When I was in Sephora, I came across this and I need it. So we're going to fuck your mom and then your dog. You're done. Fuck your mom and then your dog. That's a new one, right? Has she talked about dog fucking before? And particularly in such succinct order. Right. You know, it's usually kind of out of nowhere she might be fucking a dog. But not. it's not second in line. It's not usually typically. mom and then dog. <laughs> yeah. I say outrageous things. I never got a Chris Cuomo show. I don't know what I need to, to say. I mean, if you watch the creep off, <laughs> I guess I got to go further. You're done. So we're going to use this. 
It says I need to tone the wiener. It says I need to fuck your mom. It says. <laughs> All right. She's not a great reader. I'll, although if she must have been a lot of fun to get up in class and, and read, you know, a couple paragraphs or something. And that's if so. This goes back to uh, you know, like middle school or something. Mm-hmm. Balin seems like the type of young lady that would have taken full advantage of that, like known yes. exactly what she could get away with. Like that must have been a real joy. Kelly Riddle says, "Hey, Carl, this one dollar is is only for Blind Mike." Wink, wink. I got you, Kelly. Ah, uh, wink. Ah. Mm-hmm. It's more. Suspect. It's more than a dollar. I can't I can't lie to my buddy Mike. (laughs) I can't lie to my buddy Mike. All right, I discovered a new Tourette's girl. Let's check her out. Her name is Jess 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 You. And she's gonna explain how she developed Tourette's. And it's just what I thought it would be, to be honest with you, Mike. Get ready with me while I tell you how I developed Tourette's at age fourteen. So I was 14 in 2020, so this was lockdown. So I spent a lot of time gaming. (laughs) It was during the lockdown, and she spent a lot of time gaming. How many people got Tourette's because of these decisions we made in government to lock everything down? (laughs) It's the only good thing that came out of it. Thanks a lot, Fauci. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) You gave us all Tourette's. (laughs) Uh, Any thoughts about this so far? Well, I can't see the screen. I'm just assuming this is an anime character you're playing. <laughs> this is a real person. She's it's, from it's London. Not a real human being. She's British. <laughs> She's British. Her voice really? is a little, little squeaky, a little high. Okay. Uh, she's 17 or 18 years old at this point. Her hair is over four feet long. That's her big oh, claim to fame. Yeah, it is impressive. Okay. She's a lot of videos. She likes to show off her body, and she likes to show off her hair. <laughs> I would notice that sometimes my head would twitch like that. At first, I didn't think anything of it. Then I noticed I would make like a squeak sound, kind of like that. And I start to think like, this is a bit weird. But I asked about it online and a lot of people said like, you might have nerve problems. So that kind of scared me. And so I told my mom and my sister about it. My sister was like, lol, imagine if you have Tourette's. I was like, no, I fucking don't. No, I don't. But it just got worse. <laughs> and I started meowing. Part two, sorry. All right, that's fun. So it's not I'm the not swearing the type of Tourette's. She meows. <laughs> that's that's cute. I'm close. I will say I'm closer to accusing her of being fake British than fake Tourette's. That doesn't feel like a British accent. <laughs> she's also putting on makeup during this, too. So she's ticking a lot of boxes. With this TikTok video. I guess you can't just be... Remember when we were doing the NPC stuff? Yeah. And it was just like, okay, this is a fad. It's not going to last a long time. I think the way to get big is you need to have a tick, super long hair, a sexy body, dance to music, apply makeup. Like, you got to do everything all at once. Do crowd work while you're doing all that. (laughs) You, sir, what do you do for a living? (laughs) Wind it up. Get ready with me while I tell you how I developed Tourette's at age 14. So I was 14 in 2020, so this was lockdown. Oh, this is the same video. All right, I uh, fucked up. I didn't grab part two. It's fine. We get it. We get the point. I think it's a weirdo uh, who ticks. You, you understand. <laughs> yeah, all right. You guys, you guys get the point. She talks funny, and it's ridiculous. We, we call her a retard, and then we move on. We read a few super chats. We call it a day. <laughs> Mike. The fourth wall? Come on, buddy. <laughs> Pulling everyone behind the curtain over here. 
I'm sorry. Can't do that. All right. So this has been our fine program for everyone. Thanks again for hanging out with us. Of course, we appreciate the chats and the super chats because that's the way that we interact with the listeners. But the other way that we do that is through voicemails. And if you want to find our voicemail numbers at whoarethese.com, you can call the show. Just say it's for Who Are These uh, Socials, and we'll play it on here like this one. This is for WTS. You guys are clearly missing a drop for this week's episode. When Carl is talking about his awesome present from his wife, you guys really need that drop. What a stupid present. What a stupid present. I got that from Brandon. <laughs> I, I requested that. Thank you, sir. You're right. I should have had that. I was bragging about, by the way, I put new seat in that today. I was bragging about it last week where I have a uh, camera. Mike, what's so funny? You thinking about a joke you heard or something? Bragging about it. <laughs> I was bragging about this camera yeah, that I have. Yeah, I was swinging my dick in everyone's face last week. It's a bird. Th- <laughs> All right. Sorry I'm bragging so much, but it's really, it's this bird feeder that's got a camera in it. My buddy Jay was over and he goes, Carl, you shouldn't be talking about that. Someone's going to steal it. <laughs> <laughs> These people know where you live, Carl. They know, they know where I live. Someone's going to steal it from me. So it's this bird feeder with an HD camera in it. And then through an app, I can watch the birds eat the seed. I can take pictures. I can shoot video. I, I suspect that's what not the only app present. where Carl's watching seed get eaten. Oh, now you've crossed <laughs> the line, gay, sir. Guys. Now you've crossed the line, sir. <laughs> that's too much. All right, we got another voicemail out here. Hello, WATS. Hello. My name is Charlemagne, and I am a protector in the DID system. <laughs> We've heard that you and the rest of the Dabbleverse have been having problems with one of our altars, stuttering John Melendez. That's true, yes. Because of this, the Council of Altars has come together and decided to have him eliminated. You will no longer see him on YouTube or on podcasts or trying to sue you. Have a nice day. Well, hold on a second. That's not what we're asking for here. The Joker needs Batman and vice versa. Come on. <laughs> right. Let's not do that now. How Let great would it be in his next plea for sympathy if John was like, I have Tourette's and I have multiple personalities. <laughs> oh, my God. That'd be amazing. So you're It'd not allowed a, to attack me. <laughs> it'd be a TikTok sensation <laughs> with that. That'd be very impressive. All right, Mike, I'm glad you're back. I'm glad you made it home safe. From SoCal and the awesome concert you went to that you were all excited about. You wouldn't shut up about the music <laughs> that sure, you heard. Yes. Do you have a favorite new band <laughs> yeah, yeah. now from the thing you went to? Oh, the the uh, Underwater Turtles or whatever the fuck they were called. I don't know. It was Zach Bryan and some others. I don't, I don't remember any of the other names. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm sure your girlfriend will be really happy that you paid so much attention. And I, I drank time. it all in. All right, yeah. good, good. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Well, anyway, welcome back to the show. Uh, we missed you, even though you weren't gone for that long, but it just it seemed like an eternity because we love all things Blind Mike, and you can find them on blindmike.net. Thank you, pal. Yes, uh, we had a fun episode on the Blind Mike Project this week because David Collins filled in. Oh, and thank learned- you for reminding me. I, was, I checked that out. He's great. <laughs> yeah. uh, some, I, I'm amazed by the people that don't, 
get him, but like I, I love him. And he discovered uh, Stuttering John and Chad Zumach and Tom Myers, and he had a you know a unique perspective on a lot of these characters. So I loved his uh, his take on Joe Metaris and everything that he's doing yes. right on his show. Yeah. That was great. <laughs> he's a good broadcaster. <laughs> it's really good stuff. So uh, go check that out, and then we'll be back to normal, I believe, Sunday at 10 a.m. Uh, if you want to check that out, Blind Mike Project, blindmike.net. Why are you laughing? Also, uh, all the links are there as well. The most recent episode we did is Comics to Watch in 2024, and then next week I think we're going to get back on track with uh, an All in the Family episode, History of All in the Family, and, uh, of course, the audio links to WATS are on... Um, blindmike.net as well and uh on both of our patreons if you want to go to mine or carl's patreon you can check out part two of the julia fox book if you haven't checked that out yet that's a lot of fun oh and i i you reminded me of another thing i wanted to talk about so we did part two of julia fox's book which by the way we're going through this whole book because it's fantastic yeah she's just lying her way through the entire autobiography and it's great and uh again simon and schuster had it taken down off of youtube and again, I put in my counter and this time they went fine. Have your stupid, give the baby its bottle. They, this time they just <laughs> went whatever. And it's right back up. No more complaints. So hopefully from now on the Julia Fox book, they'll leave us alone. It's probably now. Do they say, problem. cause I th- you said something to me, like you kind of told them like, Hey, this is something we're doing. Do they give like a, a response or is it just an automated like, okay, this one's back up, and we'll see next time. Yeah, I don't see the response. So I go in and put in the counter claim, and then all of a sudden it's back up. And I get a note from YouTube or something. But, yeah, I don't see what they – they don't actually say, it's like, you win this round. You got me this time, Gadget. They don't say anything <laughs> like that. It's nothing fun. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd, re- uh, I'd report on us it. again, Hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, I would have reported on that. Um, the Wired Christian Fixing Joe. No, he has a new podcast. It's very similar. In fact, he asked his friend where he fucked up his career. <laughs> so he's yeah. learned nothing. Yeah, this one's called, it's way different. It's the Joe Mattery show, and it's him talking about his problems. <laughs> yeah, totally Don't different. What a surprise. <laughs> also, whoarethese.com is the website you go to to find all things Who Are These Podcasts. The video page is all fucked up, and I got to send that to my webmaster. People still say webmaster. Oh, no. I got to uh, get that fixed. But anyway... If you go to whoarethese.com, that's where you get the link to our Discord server, our Patreon, where we have two bonus episodes every single month. You can watch WTP live, just like people are watching this live right now. This is available to the public. WTP is behind a paywall. Go on and watch it when you sign up for our Patreon or Supercast or our YouTube channel. We appreciate the support on there. And uh, also the links to uh, my Twitter and the subreddit and Facebook and all the different things that you can find and follow along with. Who are these podcasts? Who are these socials? Who are these broadcasters? Thecreepoff.com, the only true crime show made on the internet for men, is Vinny Paulino and I. We have a bonus show that we'll be recording tomorrow. So thecreepoff.com is another place you want to check out. I have too many plugs these days. Chris says webmaster. Same way. I feel bad mentioning. I know. Chris says webmaster is a totally <laughs> antiquated racist term. <laughs> wow. You might be right about that at this point. <laughs> that's a good point. Yes. Yeah. But Chris, that's how Carl means it. So it, it still yeah, works. Right. Exactly. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> All right, Mike, how do we end this thing? It's been a pleasure as always, folks. And we'll see you never. Who are these socials? That's what this audience wants to hear. They're like, whoa. Who are these?
these socials. I'm the one who should apologize. Folks, what you are about to see is real. With Carl. Okay, we got it. And by my. Who could have thought of that? 